0: Welcome to The Poetry Bath with me, Sean Thomas. This is the second part of my interview with writer, artist and translator Camilla Geronson. And in this episode, Camilla and I talk about how she makes a book of the universe in many ways um, and also how she explores and embodies philosophical ideas in her work. And she says at one point, it, partly in order to understand them. Um, so, yes, hope you enjoy the show. Thank <laughs> you. and welcome back to the Poetry Bar. In the last episode, we were talking about your love of asemic work, uh, visual work. We didn't talk very much about, about sound as well and music, and you played that musical piece. And so I, I wanted to ask you about music and sound in your
1: work as well. Could you talk a little
0: about that,
1: please? Yes, well I, actually I have a I I have a, a deaf ear so I'm not very fond of sound uh, not too high sounds and not so much music anymore but you know very calm sound sound in nature talking to people just one to one and um, and maybe it re- reflects my work I think it does maybe I should read a piece about that please A reader is assailed by sudden deafness and tinitus in one ear, and suddenly finds the most annoying thing about poetry reading is precisely the sound of a poet reading aloud. Even more frustrating is the sound of her own voice inside her head as she reads. In order to remove any form of sound, real or imagined, that could ruin poetry, she begins to write poems that should only be looked at, not read.
0: And is that a real experience for you?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so then, so then that perhaps takes us on to um, now. I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly. Mein privater Himmel. Um, Could you say it correctly for me, please, Camilla?
1: Mein private Himmel. My private sky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you
0: so it is that i know that you were um recovering from an illness when yeah, you but
1: when that you... was something else it was just an an uh operation in the foot it was nothing to do with that but i was laying in bed um for and i had to lay there for for 3 months and uh i was uh trying to kill time by reading but uh, i couldn't focus and uh, so i looked out of the window and uh, saw the sky every day framed by the window and um, i started uh, collecting framed um sky in my in my um, in my photo album on the computer from um from vacations uh, f- uh, and then uh dated the I, I just cut out the sky uh and dated it uh, underneath and uh, then I uh, collected it in a uh, what you call it in um the thing you you uh, uh, when you want to to paint uh, your wall at home, you you uh, get the a color, color chart. Yeah, yes, and uh, collected in the sky in in um, in this and ordered it in after what kind of blue or gray or 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 even black uh, it 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 was. It's, it's uh, a beautiful thing. Thank you. <laughs> And then I also made a, a sculpture that was um, made by glass or no, by a mirror, a, a big one that uh, the, a sculpture for the, for the outside so it could uh, mirror the, the sky.
0: For any listeners who'd like to, to know more, Camilla's website is wonderful. It's an excellent resource for, um, for her work, and you can see. The certainly the colour chart completely spread out. You have you've made it beautifully, haven't you? Like a fan.
1: Mm, yes, a fan. Yes, exactly.
0: It's 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 really lovely, and you can see a lot of Camilla's work on her website as well. So, I so was that before or after the deafness?
1: That was uh, that was after. Yes. Yeah. Yes
0: and have you found since so uh since you became so you i how how deaf are you in one ear
1: uh can hear can't hear anything just uh noise yeah
0: and We'd... so how you read that poem about finding poetry readings uh, too much and and the sound of your own voice too much mm. can you expand upon that how has it impacted your work in other ways
1: um <laughs> I've made a book only with ears, so maybe it, it's an impact. <laughs> uh where I uh, travelled around to uh, museums um uh, in, in Europe and pictured um, took pictures of uh, of um, statues uh the, the ear the ears on the statues and um just make a, a a photo book of of ears, uh, so a pair of ears. When you you open the book, there's the the left ear on the one side and the right ear on the, the other side, and it's you know it's Socrates uh, and Aristophanes uh, and you know all the Greek and Roman uh, thinkers and and mathematics and 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 stuff. It was for an exhibition in. Um, in uh, in Cambridge uh, at at their antique museum, so it was a little book, and then I also made a, a plaster relief of ears. <laughs>
0: and have you have you heard it as well in your writing? Has has it come out in the writing apart from the visual work
1: of my own writing? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't. I don't I don't I'm not sure it's uh I think there's a connection between that and the and the uh the longing to uh, to write something very minimal minimal uh, maybe but you know it could be have been there before I'm not sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds as though it was there before yeah
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: um so uh, oh, I was also going to ask you about whether in in Danish whether himmel is is also heaven. Is it? Yes, yes, it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. Were you aware of that when you? Uh, yes. Right. Yeah, but I, I think it, it it doesn't matter so much. It's uh, it's it's the sky mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Because in English, of course, there's quite a difference. We make a distinction yeah. between between the sky and heaven. Yeah. We talk about the heavens, but in English, it's quite an archaic way of talking about the sky. Yeah, yeah. We have we have really made a distinction between the two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, and then going back to Gertrude Stein, I wondered whether you'd noticed as well, because I noticed that, of course, Stein being American doesn't talk about full stops. She talks about periods. Yes, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. And do you, do you, I, I wondered whether there was, there was also, knowing that Gertrude Stein was a, was a, a, an, a an early feminist, um, whether there was some, whether she also made some, she was drawn to the full stop because as a period it had sort of menstrual connotations
1: as well. Oh, I haven't thought of that. <laughs> I <laughs> But I I have made a, a small book called Periods, a, a visual poetry collection, and um, and and thought a long time if I should call it full stop a period. Um, but I th- I thought period was better because it it also is um, about uh, uh, solar system and and you know the um full stop sign going through through a lot of uh, meanings in mathematics and um, and uh, and uh, planets and stuff but um, yeah i i don't know i think my english is not good enough to uh, fully hear the the uh, the meaning of full stop and periods
0: was it something that you were aware of?
1: Yeah, I was aware of it. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I was thinking about the French, uh, the French word for, for menstruation, which is les règles, isn't it? The rules. Okay.
1: I didn't which, know that.
0: Which is also quite, it t- ties in nicely when you were talking about mathematics. I, I don't know where I'm going. I'm going, I don't, I don't think I'm going anywhere with this, with this, mm-hmm. <laughs> this idea. Can we have another poem, please, Camilla, to take us away from menstruation?
1: Yes. Yeah. A concrete poet types a white full stop in courier in word on her MacBook Air, prints it off on a sheet of white paper and calls her invisible poem the white full stop. The full stop that an author of a text forgets to place, she thinks to herself, talks at the surrounding text in the same way as if the writer had remembered to put it in. Just like the tenth planet known as 2003 UB313, which according to some astronomers circles the sun in an elliptical orbit at a 45 degree inclined to the plane of the nine major planets of the solar system. And whose invisible threads pluck at those celestial bodies, even though it has yet to be observed through a telescope. The poet wonders if she now holds the record for the shortest poem. So
0: tell me about full stops and and planets then.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's just that the full stop looks like a planet, and I made a I also made a. A piece where um uh you can see the the full stop um, um doing the same thing as the moon, you know, getting getting uh, small and bigger and bigger and bigger and then smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, I just like the connection there with the the, the round uh chromatic uh, form. The full stop. Then can also be a planet and a mathematic sign. Yeah, as I talked about. So once
0: again, we're we're going back to your idea of 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 reading the world, reading the universe in this case.
1: Yes, you can say that that um, the very small thing and the very uh, enormous thing that is uh, behind comprehension. Yeah, and the connection between the two things
0: lovely bookmaking yes. so can you because you're also a bookmaker or you've made yes you make a book you said that you make a book yeah. when you do a re, when you give a reading
1: yes i like making the books myself but if it's it's a uh, printed in in a larger uh, number, of course, I make it in a, in a um, get something uh, to, to make it, but I like to make it with my hands uh, or uh, just to make it on the computer and then set it into print. But I like to do the whole, um, most of the procedure myself. Um, and it's not because I'm terribly good at it, but uh, I just enjoy it. So I do that. Um and uh the, the books are, you know, it's artist books I call them mostly. It's not so much poetry collections, it's more artist books with with um with uh, um with poesy, poetry in it mostly in one way or the other or the other. So how
0: how would you I am asking you a probably a really unpleasant question? Um, you, you just said that you think of the books as artists' books. Yes. With poetry in them. Yes. So how would you, if you were to define yourself, how would you do it?
1: Uh, as a translator and a, a writer and visual artist. Yeah. I don't call myself a poet. Mm. But I, I I I write poetry though. So I yeah. I think what I mostly write is visual poetry. Um and uh prefaces to artist books that are sort of explaining the the visual uh, side of the books. So it's a, uh, so essays. Um, so you can better understand the books and uh, to talk about my ideas. And uh, mostly, it has something personal in it, and but also something very some abstract or philosophical, something like that, poetic, of course. So,
0: do you find a connection then between between the abstract and the personal do you how do you feel about the connection between between the two maybe a really stupid question that a
1: stupid um, question? no no uh i'm i think uh, you know i'm a I'm, i i'm a concrete poet poet i think in some ways and uh I take it that very concrete so i, I i'd like to do take abstract ideas and make them concrete in visual ways, for example. So it's better, it's easier to understand for for myself, at least. Yeah.
0: Could you give us another poem, please, Camilla?
1: Mm -hmm. In the second half of the sixth century before Christ, a Greek author wanted to escape it's unpleasant oral his omitted the letter sigma from his ode to the centaurs and is thus credited as the first author of a lipogram
0: A lot of your work reminds me of um of Cohen's the Japanese teaching form, the Zen teaching form okay the uh, that one uh, uh particularly when I was reading it I thought of of a a koan so these little do you have you come across no i don't think so they are um japanese teaching stories Mm -hmm. and they're often very very short um, uh, pieces that that break down meaning in order for us to see the power in in letting go of meaning
1: Uh uh-huh okay yeah makes sense yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that uh, that piece particularly, uh, and, and actually other of your of your work uh, felt really playful, really there's a silliness to it, mm, absolutely yes. delightful.
1: Mm. Thank you. But I'm also very interested in other people's ideas of reading or writing uh, that uh, I haven't thought of myself, so so many of the poems uh I write is about other people's ideas of reading and writing, and uh it could be whatever uh, like this the sigma uh that he didn't like the sound of or or whatever <laughs> I think it's very interesting that that um uh to, to dig into other people's minds and ideas.
0: And to, then to, to see how you respond to them, how you feel about yes. them.
1: Yes. And for uh, the only take the ideas I, I think is interesting myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could you
0: give us another, please, that yes. speaks to that?
1: An author once considered mediocre surpasses herself and writes a novel containing such meaningless language material that is that it draws the reader towards the absolute liberating zero.
0: Are all those poems in that in blank verse? Are they all written in the third person? Are they all? Do any of them use the use the use? An, are any of them about I?
1: No. No eyes.
0: Tell me about that, please.
1: Um. Uh, I, it's because I, I, I am not very fond of eyes in poetry. I think, <laughs> 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 because it's so traditional more than I that that uh, trying trying is trying to express her feelings for for uh, the reader, which I just want to. I just want to do something else it's not i I think it can be very interesting and beautiful, but it's not for me I think
0: <laughs> well, you were saying earlier about you were talking about this way of taking other people's thinking that it's interesting to to look at how other people think and other yes. people see the world and yes. and then and then reflecting it in your own impressions, making it personal but it it seems to me that you do that in a way that that um you make it personal without making it but you but your aim is not to make it egotistical again it seems that there is a a reaction against the ego is that right am i am i would you agree with that
1: the ego um no i I don't know i i just think it's the reaction of the traditional form of uh, of poetry um and uh and I think there's very little fiction in poetry it's also it's very personal often uh, which is fine, but i just i would like to read something more fictional also in poetry um and yeah there were, think- of course there were, of
0: course, so often in a poem. The I is not necessarily real, and oh no, often, sure, sure, um, sure. So often poets lie.
1: Mm, of course, of course. <laughs> still, get the feeling of of an I and uh, a you, and uh, yeah, I just long for another something else than that all the time.
0: A different experience.
1: Yes. Yeah. And someone else's someone else's mind yes yes Be- because you know also in what i read here there's an i and a you in, uh, in a way but, <laughs> but i'm trying not to uh, to take it up front yeah could you
0: give us a final poem please Camilla? yes
1: A researcher maps the bookworm's genome and for obvious reasons wants to publish the sequence in book form to be printed with the same amount of text per volume as the Great National Encyclopedia. The work will fill 35 folios, which will take the bookworm hundreds of years to devour in a damp basement. (laughs) Lovely.
0: Yet again, the the sense of of silliness but also but also just that joy in in breaking down meaning and um, holding up a mirror I guess again.
1: Yeah and uh and also um, uh, getting rid of language in a way because the poem will eat itself or it it's its own book. <laughs> Serial <laughs> oh, <there's zero> lift. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Camilla Yerinsen, thank you so very much for joining me in the Poetry Bar.
1: Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you could understand my language. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've been listening to the Poetry Bath with me, Sean Thomas, and my guest Camilla Jerensen. Our theme tune was composed and performed by Nigel Horne. And do join me again next time. Thanks for listening. Bye <laughs>